and spend about five minutes or so just sharing a little bit what I felt God laid on my heart. And we're looking this morning at joy. We, myself and Rowena, we lit the joy candle. And the title for this morning is actually the joy of the shepherds and the joy that they expressed when they saw the angels. In our youth discipleship groups over this last term, we've actually been looking at the 23rd Psalm and looking at the context of that as shepherds, okay? Which is really cool, because I'm like, I can talk about shepherds. And I know that the leaders have got to the point, and some of the young people have got to the point of like, I don't want to hear about sheep anymore. All right, okay, I've got a little bit of a thing about Psalm 23, because it's an awesome psalm, and it really helps us. Um, We've been looking at how Jesus is our great shepherd, all right? how he watches over us, how he leads us through really tough places. And he finds food and water for us. And he is constantly, constantly protecting us with his rod and staff, protecting us constantly. And the shepherds that we read about in this passage, which I'm going to read now, uh, they would do the same. And it got me really thinking this week a little bit about how we see these shepherds and what's the joy that they were overwhelmed with. So the the passage I've got is is just two verses, but I'm going to read the whole bit. And I know that it's something that we read last week, I think, as well. So it's Luke 2, going to go from 8 all the way through to 20. Okay, so listen in because it's good to hear the word of God. Amen? Amen. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off. They found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. I love this passage. I love lots of passages in in the Bible, but this is really good. The shepherds hearing. Okay, now, these are proper shepherds. They had sheep, which was a pretty good giveaway. But these were proper shepherds. They weren't hired hands. Does anyone know why they were proper shepherds? I'll give you a clue. They had binoculars, thank you. I rest my case. 
they were watching. They were watching over their flocks at night. Night time was the most dangerous time. That's when people could come and steal the sheep, when you could have predators coming and eating them. So they were watching. We know these were proper sheep. This was their livelihood. This was what they would earn money from. It was a family livelihood, as we know. Talking to the young people, they will know, because I've discussed this with them over the many weeks that we've been doing this. And they were watching their flocks. It was the most dangerous time. Do you know what? They were awake. It was night time, and they were awake. How many of us can actually truthfully say right now that they are actually physically awake? (laughs) How many of you aren't? Excellent. There's a few put their hands up and a few that are actually asleep. Well done. That's fantastic. What I want to ask actually is, are you spiritually awake? Are you truly spiritually awake this morning? Are you looking around and seeing what God is doing in your life, in the lives of people around you? Are you keeping watch? Because Jesus is constantly watching over us as the great shepherd, constantly looking over his flock, checking to see if we're okay, going off for the wandering one, the one that needs some food, the one that needs writing up because they've fallen over. Jesus is constantly doing that. Are we watching what he is doing? Most of the time, sheep haven't got a clue what's going on. They're just happy to eat and drink and sleep and eat and drink and sleep. Sounds very much like a human being. I know some are thinking it was me I was going to say, but just all of us, okay? And the great thing is that the shepherds need to come and rescue them sometimes when they get into trouble. And I love here how an angel appears. Not an everyday occurrence, is it? Has anyone here seen an angel this morning? We have seen one or two. One or two little angels, okay? But this angel that turns up and says, do not be afraid because they were terrified. They were awake, and if they had been slightly sleepy, they were definitely awake now, okay? It was bright, glory shone around everywhere, it lit everything up. They said, don't be afraid. Sometimes we get really scared and we run off, maybe like a hired hand. But we shouldn't do, we shouldn't be scared. The angel tells them about Jesus being born in the town of David. What was David as a young boy? shepherd there's a reason why it says in the town of David it was speaking directly to the shepherds who knew the story, they knew about this town they knew that they had a great job because there was a king who once had the same job as them it's more than likely that these shepherds would have known about the scriptures okay Just as Peter's mentioned this morning, you cannot have the New Testament without the Old Testament. You cannot have the the New Testament, everything that happened to Jesus, without knowing the prophecies and what's happened. And these shepherds would have known the same. They would have known the stories. They would have known the scriptures. They would have read about the prophets. And they would have seen the prophecies. And these were the first people to hear... What was going to happen? Apart from the Magi who had seen some things in the sky and they were following, not sure what it was, 
possibly a king, we need to find it. But the shepherds were directly spoken to. Now, it's our belief that we think it's because they were the lowest in society. And it might well be that that is as well. But as I was pondering on this this week, I actually think it's probably more likely, and this is me, and I've studied it this week, and we can open it up to discussion at some other point. It's actually because they were shepherds. And they knew what Jesus was about. They knew what he was going to be doing. And they were called to come and see Jesus. Don't get me wrong, I do believe that Jesus is here for the last, the lost and the least. I'm just questioning whether we've kind of dumbed down the shepherds a little bit too much. Just a little bit too much. You see, if they were hired hands, at the slightest sign of danger they'd run away. But they were there watching their flocks, this was their livelihood. Their family was probably involved as well, as we've looked and discovered. The children would have been helping out as well. David was looking after the sheep as a young boy. Okay? This was family business. They're probably more on the edge of society, more because they smelt a bit. All right? Some kingdom kids here this morning have not had a shower this morning, have you? You are smelling a little bit like shepherds. Or is it just... No, it's not Charlotte. I can never say that about Charlotte. But actually, that's probably where we get the idea if they were kind of like right out on the edge because actually it wasn't brilliant when they came into town because they stunk a little bit too much of sheep, poo and wool. And it wasn't that nice. And some people would say actually they didn't go to synagogue enough. They didn't go um, because they were always smelly. They had to wash themselves and everything. And we can look at that another time. I'm going to read seven to verse 17 and 18 though because this is the joy of it. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Now I know, and I've read it this week, that some people said the shepherds were gossipers and they go and talk about everything to everybody. Yeah, that might have been the case. But actually, they didn't just go off gossiping what had happened. They are actually full of joy, knowing that this baby being born was going to be the great shepherd and here were shepherds given that information and it says here it wasn't actually that they were going off gossiping it actually says in verse 18 all who heard what the shepherds had to say were amazed they were amazed at the gospel they were amazed at Jesus Christ they were amazed that the prophecies had been fulfilled they were amazed that they as shepherds we're going to be following the great shepherd. That their job was the one that Jesus was going to be doing in a spiritual sense. And this is where I just finish up. They knew the prophecies of old. The people were amazed. But what did they go on to do in verse 20? In verse 20, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Their joy got so much in their life that they went back to their flocks praising and worshipping and glorifying God. They joined in with the heavenly angel chorus. I think if they'd have known that before the angels had turned up, 
the angels and the chorus, they'd probably have, yes, let's sing with them. Come on, guys, we know this. We know what this is about now. But it was a little bit later. They returned full of joy. They were worshipping and praising. And as we think about that with Jesus, and we've already looked at the link between the cross, the Old Testament, what does it say in Scripture? The joy set before Jesus, he endured the cross. Maybe you're feeling not too joyful this morning. Maybe you're not feeling joyful and triumphant. We can come to the manger, we can come to this stable, we can come to this messy place where there were messy shepherds and we can bring our messy lives and we can return from Jesus glorifying and praising him. Glorifying and praising him, full of joy, full of joy. No matter what we're going through, when we turn our eyes to Jesus, he brings us joy. So this morning, have a joyful heart, whatever your background Whatever you come from, rich or poor, if you're feeling low or you're absolutely high on Jesus at the moment, if your life is messy or well-ordered, know that the saviour that is born to you is Christ the Lord, our great shepherd, the one who was born into a messy world and he calls us, his sheep, to follow him with joy. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you... Uh, visited the shepherds um, and you just, through your angels, just sung the, the joy, the glory of what was about to occur, that Christ had been born, our Saviour. Father, I pray this morning that with all the kind of like stuff that's going on around presents and food and visiting people and coughs and colds and school and all this kind of stuff, that we don't lose sight of the fact that Christ was born, that we can have access to the heavenly realm through this baby who grew to be a man to die for us, to live life in all its fullest. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.